Welcome to the Self-Awareness and Self-Compassion Podcast, formerly known as the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Blaise Schwaller, life coach, mom, and former tattoo artist. I help people heal their past, speak their truth, and love the lives that they're living now. Join me here every week for conversations on how to live an imperfect but fully engaged life that embraces all the feels so that you can stretch into your best life while enjoying the you that's here right now. Have you ever started a project, a task, an endeavor, or a goal, and hit that point where it's just not going really great, and you're feeling pretty shitty about yourself, and what's going on, and how did it get this way, and why do I suck so much, and the motivation just seeps away from you, and it's just very hard to keep going? Mm, Yeah, so this episode is about what we do when the going gets hard. And there's so many things to talk about with this. I think when it happens to me, I usually start with, is this goal worthy? Is this something that I really want to do? Why do I really want to do it? Am I doing it thinking that I'm going to get something out of it? Or am I doing it because I think that the effort itself is worthwhile? That question usually lets me recognize if I'm doing something um, kind of to sideways get something else, like am I taking a direct action to get a direct result, is just trying making me a better person or is it not? That's a good question. And generally speaking, at this point in life, most of the tasks that I take on or endeavors that I do for my own personal gain or personal growth do have merit just in existing. Where I'm like, even if I fail, if I'm going forward at this task, something is bound to improve. So even if I don't like hit the goal, I still know that I've moved towards it at least a little bit. And that's pretty awesome. And that can help soothe me quite a lot. So I think knowing why you're doing something in the first place, generally helpful. If it has centered around impressing someone else, if I find that the reason that I'm doing it is not because I personally want to do it, but because I think that it's something I have to do or should do, or someone else will like me more or respect me more or whatever if I do such and such a thing. That's usually when I realize that the thing that I'm going after might not be in alignment with who I actually am. And I have a moment where I allow myself to grieve and mourn that I've tried to do something in order to manipulate life, (laughs) manipulate someone else to like me more. And it wasn't me. Like It was okay if it was me. If I was trying to get me to like me more, that's fine. But I want to be able to admit when I'm trying to do something in order for someone else to like me. (laughs) It's not good. Uh, Mostly because I, I don't feel like things like that ever really work out for us where we're trying to do stuff solely so that someone else feels good or sees us a certain way. It's generally not something that we were gonna do on our own because you know, you're allowed to have people just like you for what you do on your own anyway. And it's so much easier. I highly recommend it. Like find the things that you enjoy doing that you love, do the heck out of that and allow people to come in and support you in that. Because trying to mold yourself into a person that you're not, it's just, it's exhausting. It's so much more energy than you even can imagine at the outset. And I guess that's what leads to some of these disappointments, right? Where things just aren't really working the way we wanted them to work. 
it's just not good. And we're feeling sad and we're feeling broken and we're not sure what to do next. And part of that is because it's not something that we would have ever done. <laughs> it's, it's just not something that we've come up against before. Ah, I think I also contemplate the, uh, the nature of failure and how, you know, it's like half of life. Half of life is like awesome success. The other half is, you know, miserable failure. And it's all shades of gray in between. And we're meant for all of it. And so, you know, we're going to fail at some tasks. Things are not always going to go the way that we hope. We're going to get smacked down by life. And the thing that really sustains us to keep going and to get back up and get back at our plans, get back at whatever endeavor we were doing really has to be an internal kind of motivation where we're like, it's just worth it. It's worth trying anyway, or wow, I really learned something from that. Guess I won't do that again. Let's try this other way. Um, it's part of the learning process. And you can look at, you know, any living thing. We all, you know, try something until it fails and then we go, oh well, that that wasn't good. Even clover, right? Like it grows and then someone mows it and it's like, oh shit, I'll just grow a little bit shorter. Like it mows a little shorter, and we're like, oh, I'll just grow out this way until we find a way that we thrive. So I think life is a lot like that across the board, whether you're a clover plant or a human, just trying to make it in the world. We all get cut down sometimes and we got to figure out, all right, what do we need to do to thrive despite all that? What is the new plan? And thankfully, at least in my belief, like we're great at coming up with new plans. So as long as we're willing to show up and maybe ask ourselves some good questions about how could we get better results how could we have things work out better? What other way haven't I been looking at? What cool thing could happen that would make this different next time? You know, just keep sprinkling in little like, hi, oh, wonder kind of thoughts and bring back in the wonderment. It's often a way to feel a lot better about the misery when things are not good. Um, another thing that I do is to look at I don't know. I have like the litany of successes. <laughs> I don't know if any of you have that, but if things get really tough in life and I'm feeling like, wow, I've really made some big mistakes. This is not good. I'm going to suffer and I've brought it on myself. This is terrible. And then I'll remember back and be like, okay, you've lived a long time now, Blaze. Like we're, we're four decades on now and many things have happened. Good, bad, sideways, all the things. Here we still are. We have lived. Death has not yet come. Yay. And most of these times, like honestly, every time, because I'm still here, I've managed. So that's awesome. So, I mean, it, it feels bad. It's pretty bad. I've also felt pretty damn bad in the past. And yet somehow something else happens that makes everything different. It brings a different perspective. It brings a different possibility. It lets me think like, wow, I wonder what good could come of this massive failure. What is this preventing me from having to deal with? Like, I could decide that this is not the direction I want to go anymore. Is that like saving my life? Just like when someone's like, huh, I just felt like I wanted to go to work the other way today. And then if I had gone the other way, the bridge collapsed, you know, like stuff like that does happen. And I, I don't know, I guess I romanticize my life or turn it into a giant movie in my head where I'm like, I wonder what tragic event has been avoided by this stupid little tragedy that I'm, you know, I'm still alive. It's okay. Um, shifting my perspective like that, it, it becomes humorous for me. I always find having a little bit of humor helps. 
And it does let me just feel soothed that, you know, I'm going to figure it out. I definitely have cultivated a belief in my ability to figure things out and ability to just handle disappointment um, towards myself or from other people at myself. I'm much more willing now to show up in life and go, yep, I, I guess I did bad. And I'm sorry that it might have also disappointed you and not been great for you. And I will own that. And I apologize, but let's figure it out. And I have a lot of trust now in my ability to just say, okay, hey, together, let's figure it out. Oh, I think I've spent so much time cultivating my trust and belief in a kind and benevolent universe, at least as far as it relates to me and my circumstances. And I think it serves me well. <laughs> It might not even be true, but if I can believe it and hang out in that space, I just enjoy life more and I show up as a happier, nicer person and that's how I want to live. So that's what I'm going to do. And I, I choose that again and again, and I recognize that it's a choice that I still get to have even when I do something dumb or I break something or something costs a lot of money and I've made a mistake because that happens. Ugh, it happens, but it's going to be okay. If you're relating to this and you're like, oh my God, me too, you know what? It's going to be okay. You're here. You're still breathing. We're all going to keep breathing until we're not. And then we won't care because we'll be dead. <laughs> so terrible. <laughs> and yet we are, we're going to be okay because we can figure things out. There's always something else we can do from here. Some next action, some next step that we can take that allows us to be a little kinder to ourselves. So I recently had a talk about how do we cultivate compassion towards ourselves a little bit more and what goes on in our brain. And I think I'm actually going to convert my practice speech for this into a like special podcast next week. It'll be super long. Prepare yourselves because um, normally I talk on the podcast for about 10 to 15 minutes and the practice speech was something like 50 minutes. So yeah, prepare yourself for that, but it's pretty fun. But I'll I'll share now that some of the things that are important is to remember that you're an embodied person. You're not just you're not just your mind. You're not only your thoughts. And it's important that you recognize this because if you do so, you now have the ability to notice what your feelings or your thoughts are causing your body to do. And it gives your brain a chance to offload like all of the story and the thoughts and the things that are making you feel worse. And even like the actual physical sensations that happen because they are happening. You redo your focus on that and go, what does that need? If I'm panicking and I'm feeling angry and I'm feeling a little hot, what could make me feel better right now in this moment? And asking that question is a really effective way of breaking yourself out of the cycle and going, oh, actually, I just need to go get a drink of water. Maybe going for a walk would be nice. Oh, maybe I need to scream. Maybe I need to talk. Like you just, you, you notice what in your body feels like it needs to happen that you're not quite doing and you give it a little bit of space to move. I love doing that. And I found it really helpful in allowing me to just be human and to go, oh, I'm just a human having a hard day. And this hard day makes me want to go for a stomp or a womp. I like calling it a womp. It's a womp, womp, womp. And then we go out and stomp up to the road. <laughs> and then I feel better. And I hope that 
you've done that too, because it's kind of awesome to have a mop. Ugh, particularly if there's rain and there's puddles. Kids are so good at that. It's kind of fun as an adult to be like, I'm just going to go out and jump in a puddle in the rain and I'm going to ruin my pants. Ha, take that. And then you're like, oh God, I'm the one who has to do the laundry. But it's okay because it's totally worth it. (laughs) Oh, having compassion for ourselves, I think, is just really recognizing that we're human. We're in a body. Circumstances are going to come up. We do not have control over everything. The thing that we have control over is the meaning that we put on things. And if we're able to just go, ah, this is the thing that's happening, I feel, and say what it is and just be with it and not judge that emotion and be like, well, I shouldn't feel because I hate when that happens in my head. And I hate when that happens in your head too. Stop it. No. (laughs) Oh, I hate it because it's telling you to shut off a part of yourself. It's telling you that something that's happening isn't allowed. And as soon as you do that, you very much will start to talk to yourself and explain all the reasons why you should. It just keeps you caught. And that's such a tense place to be when we're able to just say, yes, I am feeling angry, stressed, upset, afraid, whatever it is, then you can actually address that. You can be the kind person to what could be like your inner child self or your best friend self and be like, oh my God. I'm so sorry. Like, yes, you've been running from a bear all day. Let me give you a blanket and a hug. It's going to be okay. Let's breathe together. There's nothing bad happening right now. It's going to be okay. Something terrible happened. Let's just do this together. (sighs) There's relief in that. Mm. Yeah. So being kind, being kind to ourselves. I wish it was easier. I wish it came more naturally to more of us. I think we're actually witnessing the possibility of a generation growing up, recognizing that they should care about themselves and that they should take care of each other really well. Like there's a great deal of compassion that I see in the very um, young kids that I'm around these days, that they have a culture of just giving to each other that. I don't remember growing up with where they're just constantly exchanging gifts and telling each other that it's okay and helping each other out. And I'm hoping that that gets really cultivated. I want to cultivate that in society because man, if I can imagine an entire society that grows up recognizing that their mental and emotional health is important and that the mental and emotional health of others is important and that it's okay to be kind to themselves and to be kind to other people and to acknowledge all of the feelings while still being respectful and kind to each other. That would be amazing. I'm not talking about self-centeredness. I'm talking about like heart-centeredness between people and just throughout. Mm, That is what I want. My friends, may you find yourself in your heart today and connecting with what's really true, no matter what's going on. What if you could say yes to yourself today, speak kindness to yourself today, accept that, yep, bad things happen, we do screw up, and we still love each other, we still love ourselves. And that doesn't change. It doesn't have to change just because um, a circumstance changed or something didn't work out the way we wanted. Even so, I hope things are working out for you, and I will see you on our special episode next week.
you get to see a, uh, a little glimpse into how I prep for a talk. Fun stuff. All right. I'll see you then. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com, where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love, and I'll see you next time.